Thank you for standing by, and welcome to the Next Science Limited 2022 Half-Year Results Conference Call. All participants will be in a listen-only mode. Should you need assistance, please signal a conference specialist by pressing star then zero. There will be a presentation followed by a question and answer session. If you wish to ask a question, you will need to press star, the star key, followed by the number one on your telephone keypad. And now I would like to hand the conference over to Ms. Judith Mitchell, Managing Director. Please go ahead. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining the first half call for Next Science for the financial year of 2022. For those people who are not familiar with Next Science, we're the company that have a novel answer for the problems caused by biofilms and their ability to accelerate the issues that cause chronic infection. Our mission as a company is to use our ex-biotechnology platform to help resolve these issues and provide products to physicians to assist in healing people and saving lives. The business is very pleased to report that for the first half of 2022, we delivered our strongest revenue to date for a first half, being 5.4 million US dollars. This result is 38% up on the prior first half of 2021, with product sales up 67%. Additionally, Q2 sales were 70% up on Q1 for 2022, showing a very nice growth trajectory. These results are a direct outcome of our strategies to expand distribution, broaden market adoption, and drive accelerated growth. During the first half of 2022, we had five products on sale in the US health market. Two products with exclusive distributors, Back to Shore Surgical Lavage with Zimmer Biomet, and Trident, a new wound care wash with Convitec. We had two products currently exclusive to Next Science, being Blastex Wound Gel used in the treatment of chronic wounds, and Surgex, our sterile antibiotic wound gel, which is used on the closing sutures of an operation. And finally, Experience, our advanced irrigation product that today is sold by three groups in the US market. Ourselves, as part of our direct market business, distribution through Zimmer Biomet's hip and knee sales team in the orthopedic space, and Telebio, who service the plastic surgery market. So staying with our finances, let's take a look at our operating statement on slide five, if you're following along on the deck. Revenue grew, as I mentioned, and improvements were also made in gross margins. Looking at our investments, sales and distribution increased, as you can see, and our investments in research and development also increased. These are all investments in our growth, both in sales coverage and in clinical studies, which are reported in our R&D expenses. There was a significant one-off increase in administration expenses. This was driven by our cost to settle our legal disputes over experience and our recruitment costs for a senior sales leader as well as the recruitment for my replacement. The first of these recruits is already on board. His name is Rob Bell. He joined us in late May and Rob is leading the surgical sales team for the company. Rob comes from a very strong orthopedic sales background with extensive experience inside the US as well as globally. The recruitment for the CEO replacement is also proceeding nicely. As we move to slide six, you can see that we have $11.1 million in the bank, no debt, and another $2 million in accounts receivable 
as at the 30th of June for collection in Q3. This gives us the necessary cash to continue to drive our growth strategy. If we move to slide seven, let's talk about what the business is actually doing to drive revenue growth. Firstly, for the next science direct team selling Blastex, Surgix and Experience, we continue to expand and upgrade the team with five positions added in the June quarter. Sales of all three products grew across the first half and grew Q2 over Q1 in 2022. And you can see by the graph, we continue to grow our hospital customer group for experience as well as our surgeon user group. Additionally, we are growing the amount of product being used by each surgeon. While we are thrilled to see Zimmer take experience to market, it does mean that going forward, we'll no longer have the detailed granularity to report the total hospital and surgeon users of the product across the whole market. What else is driving growth? We expanded our third-party distribution business in the quarter with our first shipments of Trident X, a wound wash to Convitec, and shipments of experienced advanced irrigation to Zimmer Biomet. We also expanded our commercial footprint with the first experienced shipment sent to our distributor in New Zealand. And we finalised distribution agreements for Experience for Australia and Blastex for Australia and New Zealand. And I note that shipments have been made against both of these agreements in August. Currently, we continue to work on the supportive research to drive product adoption, and we will see two clinical case studies reported in Q3 of 2022, which we expect to draw a lot of positive attention. The surgeons we've spoken to that are using the product are very satisfied with the outcomes and are happy to recommend the product to their peers. Early review of the patient economics show considerable savings as infection rates are reduced. This is driven by the reduction in readmissions. A readmission in orthopedics averages about $10,000 per admission, with revision surgeries costing anywhere from $30,000 to a quarter of a million dollars. We expect all of our studies will continue to show strong financial advantages for the hospitals as well as better patient outcomes. As we mentioned on slide three, we strive to deliver products that meet the triple aim of healthcare. Better patient outcomes, lower cost of treatment, and the ability to treat more patients. Moving forward, I'll take slides eight to 14 as read and move to slide 15. These slides we skipped explain the technical issues of the biofilm, the advantages of our technology in eradicating the biofilm and incumbent bacteria, and basically how our technology works. Slides 15 and 16 detail the chronic wound market and the surgical site infection market, as these are the current targets for our commercial activity. Both markets currently carry the burden, both of cost and patient suffering, of unresolved infections, and so are excellent targets for our technologies. Moving to slide 21, we currently have five product groups in the US market. We now also have active distributors in Australia and New Zealand for Blastex and Experience. As previously reported, we have signed a distribution agreement with Oroderm, a joint venture which brings together the power of Aratex in the Australian pharmacy market and Douglas Pharma, a long-term New Zealand pharma producer, and the Oroderm team who are responsible for the sales and marketing, including calling on the hospital and clinic market in Australia. We expect to see Blastex under an Oroderm label 
available in chemists in Australia in September. We also executed distribution agreements in New Zealand with Nexmed and in Australia with a company called Nova Surgical. Before we finalised the agreement to serve Australia through a distributor, we spent several months talking to the existing third-party distributors in the market, as well as modelling a direct Australian business and various hybrids. A final decision was made to go with the distributor, which aligns with the Next Science strategy to concentrate our direct commercial focus on the US market and partner with distributors for those markets outside the US. Our final agreement was a distribution agreement with Nova Surgical, which is led by Gary Mitchell. Gary, who actually isn't a relation of mine, was previously with Device Technologies as one of the general managers responsible for bringing new technologies to the Australian market. Prior to Device Technologies, Gary was the managing director for Depuy Synthes Australia, and prior to that, Synthes Australia. Gary has served the orthopedic market in Australia since 2005, and through Novus has established a strong network of surgical sales professionals to serve the market. As we know, the best place to sell a surgical product is while you're in surgery, already helping the surgeon. Sales have commenced through both NextMed and Novus, and as mentioned, we expect to see Origin launch Blastex in September. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very positive outlook for the rest of this year. We're focused on driving further growth through commercial execution of our own teams in surgical sales and wound care and helping our partners optimise their launches in the market. Importantly, we are also prioritising the work with our hospital collaborators to deliver the clinical studies that will support the continued growth in adoption of our unique technologies. And this will ultimately be the driver for a larger and larger market opportunity as our indications are able to broaden with further clinical evidence. Thank you very much for your time this morning and we will now take questions. Thank you. If you wish to ask a question, please press star then one on your telephone and wait for your name to be announced. If you wish to cancel your request, please press star then two. If you are on a speakerphone, please pick up your handset before you press any keys. We will pause momentarily to assemble the roster. Again, that's star, then one, to join the queue. Our first question comes from Madeline Williams with Wilson's. Please go ahead. Hi, Judy, and thanks for taking um, my question. Um, I was just wondering just if you could speak a little bit more to the use of experience with surgeons and, um, you know, obviously continuing to add um, hospitals and, and obviously um, reaching surgeons, but just the use of experience and how you sort of see that tracking and 
um, you know, further uptake um, tracking as it goes along. Okay, thank you, Madeline, and good morning. So, as we've seen, we've been able to grow our hospital base and we've continued to grow our surgeon base. We right now have a lot of focus. What we're seeing as people first start to take up experience is they're using it on their at-risk cases. So we're not actually completing all of their surgeries. So that's our new push for the next five months is to get those doctors who are already supportive of the technology to grow their business by using the product on everybody. It does beautifully prophylactically, which is what the studies are going to show. Um, in primary cases, the two series we're reporting show zero infections, which will be a very strong message to the market that this is a really good idea to put on all of your cases. Um, and we're just putting the plans in place to pull that through everywhere. And then we're also adding, um, as I mentioned, we have a brand new sales vice president and his last journey in this market was with Link who like ourselves are a small company competing in orthopedics and we are just tapping into their distributor network to broaden our distributor network as well um, so that we can actually serve more patients in more places through having more people selling the product. Um, the trajectory is positive, it's a, it's a line that just keeps growing, uh, we'd just like it to grow a little faster and we think the research will help that. Thanks, Judy. And just if I can follow on from that, in terms of um, obviously adding the sales reps um, to the direct model um, and how you sort of see that uh, playing out in your, your sort of targets there, if you can give that sort of colour. So the direct model that works for us is actually in wounds, in the wound care business, um, where that interface works really well. The model that works best in the surgery model is to find the concierge distributor that's taking care of the surgeon that wants to use your product and marrying our product up with what is probably already a hip or a knee or perhaps a spine implant that he's or he or she is already serving. So we're looking for those people who are in the operating room and giving them the opportunity to um, financially win by serving the doctor with the product that he's looking for and acting as an agent or distributor for us. Um, that is the, the most effective way we can get there because these people are in surgeries day and night and that's the trick. You need to be in the surgery to make sure the product gets used and I guess of all the learnings we've had in the last 18 months, that's probably the biggest one. Thanks, Judy. And just um, quickly, if I can ask, just how the Zimmer relationship is going for experience? Um, obviously, you know, you started... Um, yeah. yeah, we had a rocky start. Um, actually, it's going extremely well, even better than our relationship with Back to Shore went. Uh, we, we're training their people, we're training their customers. They've identified key opinion leaders to come out and support the product and we're doing joint education ventures in lots of the venues and also um, co-exhibiting in the major meetings. So there are five major meetings between now and year end and in three of them we will share booth space. In two of them we will also have our own booth. So. Um, yeah, doing 
much better considering we started with them wanting to sue us. Um, but the, it is in everybody's best interest. They have 35% of the market. They're in a lot of surgeries, about 400,000 surgeries a year. And so, you know, the more we can have their sales reps talk about this product and take it into surgery, the stronger every, it is for everybody. Because the more people that take it up, the sooner we get to standard of care. Thanks for that. That's all for me. The next question comes from Martin Jacobs with Canaccord Genuity. Please go ahead. Good morning, Judith. Uh, I was just wondering um, how you're going with the publication on the post-operative infection study. Thank you, Martin. Um, we ended up with more patients than we thought, and so we're right now having to sort through the data because we've got specific patient groups in there as well as just one study group. So we have one study group that's primary knees and that one should be out kind of the first week in September. And then the other study group, which is now, we thought it was going to be 900, is now 1,200 patients. Um, when we went back into the data, there's a group of revision patients in there that we're just having to pull out and characterize. So it should probably come about the same time. And then um, we have two other science studies that will get uh, published in September as well, which are back in the lab type science, but allow us to really help people understand exactly what the technology can do for them and for their patients. So we're actually really excited about everything that's going to happen in the next five weeks. Right, and um, so, so these, uh, the post-op studies coming out first week of September, um, how, uh, how has the um, order flow with Zimmer been going since the first order was made? Has it been a second order or are they still chewing through the first order? Um, they only got their first order like 55 days ago. So they haven't quite finished getting rid of it yet or selling it all. They're, mo they're moving through, they're selling product. We're talking to them about their forecast to go through and we've organized major events for a whole lot of their distributors through the calendar. Um, yeah, and it's starting to move. And, you know, we're comfortable that it's a much better launch than they've done in previous years. Certainly, much more effective than we do with back when they launch back to shore. So I could um, move on to uh, wound care. Uh, you talk, you've a couple times now. You've talked about what in the presentation there's a reference to combination products. Um, I was just wondering what the status of that is at the moment. Um, yeah, it's still in progress. We're not there yet but it is definitely part of the future for the company that we can find ways to be able to help more people in that wound care market. Do you anticipate that uh, you'll be able to launch it this year? We'll see. We're not always in charge of everything that goes on in the marketplace. Right. There are other... <laughs> There are regulators and um, 
other government bodies who play a role in this and you're kind of at their mercy um, before you can do very much of anything, really. Right, okay. And a final question from me, um, just on the Australian experience so far, what early indicators can you point to regarding the uh, experience product that um, gives you confidence over the next six to 12 months? In Australia? Um, we did 100 cases before we went to commercial launch and all of those people came back and ordered. That's probably <laughs> the biggest um, support you can get for a product. There'll be, you know, hospital admin in places. I know that the first shipments were all pre-cleared before the product got to Australia. Um, the product has since landed in Australia and gone off to surgery. We're pretty sure that we can also arm that team with the clinical and in vitro work we're doing out of the US and help them make a real difference in the Australian community because that research speaks to everybody. I mean, if you look at the detail in the Australian registry, infection is responsible for about a third of the of the revisions in hip and knee, and the revision rate over 15 years is something like 6.5%. So we can help affect a real change. Um, just one final thing from me. Um, you've got an underlying EBITDA number at 6.2, but that includes, as you've highlighted, um, uh, some one-off uh, legal recruiting costs. Can you please disclose what they are? Um, we're probably a million over in admin. There's a one-off right. that won't occur in yeah, the second right. half. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Is that Terrific. answer your question? Yes, please. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Great. Again, if you'd like to ask a question, press star then one to join the queue. All right, Ada appears. Uh, just one moment, please. Our next question comes from Craig Young with ADAC Inc. Please go ahead. Yeah, hi, uh, Judith. Thanks for taking my question. Just calling as a private investor. Uh, noted the increase in uh, selling and distribution expenses as a result of the appointment of a direct sales force. Um, with that change in model, do you anticipate that that will delay the sort of break-even point? And if so, for how much longer before you start to break even with that new model? Um, no, Craig, we actually don't because between a 1099 sales force and a direct sales, what we do is we don't move to the direct sales till there's enough sale in the territory that it's a break even against the commission we paid for the 1099. So most of the 1099 commissions are between 25 and 30%. So when there is enough revenue in a territory, we go, okay, this will be better served by 
somebody who's actually full-time just selling this product. Um, but as I said, that's the wound care business where we're pushing the direct model. The surgery business is staying in the indirect model and ultimately, no, I don't think it'll make a difference. Um, we're on a trajectory. If we get where we want to go, I think we're going to have everybody very happy with us by the time we turn into 2023. Okay. Thank you. The next question comes from Simon Grimes with Lily Nix Investments. Please go ahead. Oh, hello, Judith. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, my question. Um, so you've spoken about this a little bit. So I noticed that the um, uh, the revenue per surgeon is probably less than two thousand US dollars uh, per quarter, and you've explained that um, they're only using the product for their high risk patients at the moment. Um, could you give a bit more colour to that? So what proportion of their patients? I mean, is this one percent, five percent, ten percent they're using at the moment, and uh, and give us a, I suppose, some sort of indication of you know what the uh, uh, what the maximum amount would be if they were using it on on all their surgeries uh, on a per surgeon basis. Okay, so Simon, in the hip and knee business, they most surgeons complete between three hundred and six hundred surgeries a year. Um, some of them do less than five percent high risk, as in there are some doors that you don't get through if you're a smoker, a diabetic, or have a BMI over thirty. Um, so for them, we're doing you know five percent of their patients. For some, they take all comers, and we're doing twenty twenty plus percent of their patients. But we hope that the data we're going to put in front of them in the in the few sites. So we've got about four sites that use it on everybody, um, and two of them are the sites that are in the retrospective studies where we're going to show them that for their primary cases, we've managed to eliminate infection as a 90-day complication. That's a big deal, um, especially in an environment that penalises you quite badly if you bring the patient back, because the hospital has to pay the bill, right? The same mm -hmm. in Australia. If, if you're back within 90 days, you, the hospital, wear the cost. And if that walks all the way to a revision, that can be a very expensive little exercise. Also, really bad for the patient. So, yeah, we have plenty to do, but ultimately, most of those surgeons, if you averaged it, they've got a capacity to take this to about 450 cases each. So, as you can see, we can grow quite quickly by just explaining to them that, you know, they're missing out a little. They already believe in the technology, we just need to get it in their hands in every surgery. Thanks very much. No, thank you. Again, that's star than one, if you'd like to ask a question. It appears we have no further questions at this time, so this concludes our question and answer session. I'll hand the conference back over to Ms. Mitchell for any closing remarks. Thank you, Tom, and thank you to everybody for coming and our brave question asks. Hopefully we've given everybody some answers. If not, 
there is always email. I am jmitchell at nextscience.com. We are very comfortable with the direction of the company. We're very happy with the trajectory on how we've been able to move the business and we're also very excited about some of the science we're about to put into the public domain. We really appreciate everybody's patience with us. It's been somewhat of a journey, but we feel we're very close to getting to that tipping point on our mountain. So thank you everybody and I hope the rest of your day goes well. That concludes our conference for today. Thank you for participating. You may now disconnect.